Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere, coming to you live from the broadcast studios of Go Live Vegas in the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Aaron Phillips, the chief in the middle, Matt Mullen on the end. Water. Good morning. And Aaron E. on our board. And you, the listener, once again, we want to thank. Why do we sound so tinny today? I have everybody sounds like we're in a tin can today. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I need something for my ears instead of my eyes up here. Uh, anyway, we want to thank you. <laughs> we want to thank you for making us part of your Saturday. A little inside joke. We also have a guest with us here on our day. As Matt, a lot of you, outside jokes coming there, too. <laughs> why don't you tell us who our guest is there on our dais in front? Of, why don't you turn it a little bit so that we can get it towards your camera on your angle over there? Everybody should recognize him, I would think, right? The other way. It's good shit. That's right. This is uh, uh, fresh from the Firefly Funhouse. Does he have a different name on the Flyhouse? Or is it just regular, mystery, like the Devil McMahon or something? I don't think they call him anything. Everyone just knows what it is. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. So we have him. He, he took a break from the uh, Funhouse. And uh, he's come to this crazy house. <laughs> so 702-329-6947 is the studio line. Remember, press number one to come into the studio to chat with us. You can send us a live tweet using hashtag ThoughtsCountAnywhere. And, of course, our phone number is 329-6947, 702-329-6947, press 1. If you're outside the United States, 855 Just in case they didn't hear it the first time. 855-502-4321, press 1 as well. A lot going on in the world of pro wrestling, but as always, gentlemen, how was your week since we last met here in this fine studio establishment? Mine was outstanding. I didn't do a damn thing except relax. I want to be you when I grow up. Thank you. Good morning, Thomas Burnett and uh, Ryan. Good morning to you. My week was full of crazy, crazy people as usual. There you go. Any, anyone stand out? Any crazy stories that you can... I'll bet you you saw a kiss guy down there, didn't you? I had a crazy guy this week. <laughs> was writing a letter to God, throwing papers everywhere, so I ended up throwing him in handcuffs. And really? I got him to the office and patted him down, make sure he didn't have a gun or something crazy. And I felt the meth pipe, and I was like, oh, Metro's on their way for you, buddy. Oh, my goodness And he was gracious. trying to convince me that it was safe meth bought from a tobacco store. Safe meth? Yeah, safe, safe meth. meth. Safe wow. meth. Oh, I didn't know they were safe and unsafe. <laughs> In the world of a meth head, apparently. I guess. I guess. All right, well. Well, maybe I guess if you use it before the expiration date, that's what keeps it safe, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, we got a lot going on. So why don't we get started with some rumors that we love to call I Hear Voices. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get started with a segment of rumors that we like to call <laughs> I Hear Voices. Damn, and I <laughs> forgot. Damn, and I thought I was getting old. Do we have to bring the bell up here? Oh, no, that went home. So yeah. we're, He's we're, in better freaking shape go. than all of us. I know. God bless him. <laughs> that's, why I said, that's why I said before, I want to be him when I grow up. Uh-oh. Don't go there. Hey, Vince, yeah. chill. That's chill. right. That's right. <laughs> chill out. Relax. Yeah, we don't want it. Exactly. All right. After returning to WWE Royal Rumble, Carlito impressed people backstage. Rumor is he was offered or will be offered a contract. I'll tell you what. When he appeared, myself, I was blown away at his physical condition. He looked great. He moved great. He added a couple of pounds, all weight. But his abs, guys, he really surprised me. He looked better than he did, like, when he was, like, a main full-time, like, main guy. They need to bring some people back like that that have been there before, not 
people my age, <laughs> okay, but the youngers that can impress, they need to bring them back. And Carlito's one of them. Uh, he had a problem before. I'm sure it's straightened out now, and he's doing quite well. And I do hope they offer him a job because I could see some good creativity coming out of him for matches. Rumor has it MVP was was the one main person behind the scenes in getting Carlito back. But let me ask you guys a question. We, we talk about this almost every week. These uh, veteran performers coming back, is Carlito in a different level than, let's say, a Bill Goldberg part-timer that's taking spots from the younger guys? Are we going to hear the same discussion about a Carlito coming back when we know what we have in NXT? We have people backstage who already on the main roster that are not getting time. Are we going to see that argument with a guy like Carlito now coming back, possibly? I think Carlito's more like a mid-level guy to put people over. Goldberg is like automatic main event no matter like what he's doing but what we saw uh, and I, i'm jumping ahead and I'll, I'll just leave it out there as a question we'll get back to it what we saw this past week with goldberg in the first match he wasn't a main event that his match with mcintyre started the show it was all the five minute match which we knew it wasn't going to go longer than that did he really need to put drew over did did we really need to see that i mean granted two match commitment i know you got to fit him in somewhere and he's not going to necessarily wrestle on a raw but I, to me, I, I, to me, five-minute opening match was the right place for that match. But it's not like Drew needed to get over. I don't it, know when you go over a legend at any point. I think it helps you out a little bit. If he was, if if Goldberg were still closer to his prime, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Because look at his last few matches: Strowman, right? Three minutes, and he won the title. You know, he, he took the title away from Goldberg. Just a couple of spears, a couple of this, and you're done. Same thing with this. We saw a trade-off of the. Jackhammer, which he didn't keep McIntyre up at all uh, as he put him down. A couple of spears, a couple of claymores. They reversed each other's hold, and the match was done. Not yeah. hold, but, but finishing move. Goldberg, could, could, he couldn't even hardly get McIntyre right. up in the jackhammer. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I think I talked about this before, and I'm just, I'll just throw it out real quick. When Vince's father was in charge when Vince was a kid. Mm -hmm. Mr. McMahon would start the show with the, and build it up. The main event was at the middle of the show. Mm -hmm. And then the last three or four matches so that everybody could go down at break to get their tickets for next month for Madison Square Garden. Right. When you see, in my mind, when you see, and I'm not going to throw it out to McIntyre, when you see Goldberg come out as the first match, mm -hmm. that tells me, that in my mind tells me that uh, maybe Mr. Goldberg's going to go to pasture pretty soon. Well, oh, listen, yeah, yeah. by the way, I want to send a shout out to Garth this morning who's watching. By the way, good luck on your uh, pending knee surgery, it sounds like, coming up that we were following on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. As always, 702-329-6947. Give us your impression of what you saw on Royal Rumble last week. Surprises, people you wish would come on and didn't, etc. So, hey, all right. Hey, Garth, you bald-headed geek. Hey, watch the bald-headed stuff, will you please? Hey, I'm doing my classy Freddy blast. Oh, I Watch got you. it. Gotcha. All right, let's go on to the next topic. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Turn your hearing aids down, guys. Oh, my Jeez. God. 
Holy crap, I don't know if I can hear anymore. I'm awake now. Wow. Rumor is... <laughs> I almost want to say we should probably start this show over again from the top, but rumor is that the higher-ups want to have an NXT title match on the card for WrestleMania. Could we possibly get Cross versus Balor? We were kind of talking about this before we went on the air, but is that the match we want to see at WrestleMania is Cross and Balor? Hell yes. Oh, we have a phone call coming in. Let's see who we have. I don't see the caller ID. But, oh, it's Mr. Garth. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, young man? Good, buddy. How you, how's, how you feeling, by the way, with the knee? Uh, doing all right. I've got a, uh, a torn meniscus for the second time, so Ooh. we're just getting a... Uh, and it's the same knee that I had the ACL uh, replacement in, so we're just going to... Gotcha. Can you turn down the volume in the background of the show? Because I'm, we're hearing the echo. How's that, sweetheart? Thank you, love. By the way, you, I'll give you one thing to help that knee next time. Take the bottom, take the bottom more often. Don't stay on top all that much, okay? Is there anyway. in your AARP catalog for him? <laughs> That's right, my AARP catalog. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. Anyway, so what what you got, bud? Hey, you got your brace on. You got your brace uh, on, right? Yes, sir. Always. All right. Always got it braced up. I'm just checking I in. Uh, appreciate the love you and Liz always send out, brother. You're welcome, my brother. So what you, what you got, Garth? I'm just curious the uh, how uh, WrestleMania is going to be put together. What I think they've got a lot of a lot of stuff to cram into it. And I think they're doing it two days again. Like yes, they, they are. Last. Yep. But I I personally I want to I I was disappointed with the Rumble. I think that the nostalgia acts are great. Everybody loves to see the you know the Victorias and this and that. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of young. Uh, hungry talent on the both the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT roster that I think could have used a little shine on that stage, but that's just me. Well, when you have 30 spots, you know, you got to fill them in somewhere. And what did they have? We had uh, Julian come back. We had Victoria come back. Uh, who else was the other one? Uh, the, she was wearing Christian the – Tori Wilson? No, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the women's match first because that's when you brought up oh. Tori Wilson – so there, right. there were a couple in there that you had to fill in. I don't think the WWE roster, unless they plucked from NXT, which I think we were surprised. Yes, there were, what, three or four from NXT. I, I was okay with the women's match, especially when it got down to the final two. I, personally, I was okay with that. I was disappointed in the men's, I think, because there weren't really too many surprises. But you're right, because your comment kind of rolls right into the statement I made about Carlito. Here's a veteran coming back, even though he's going to give you more in the ring than a Goldberg will. Are we going to end up facing the same argument about Carlito taking a spot from a younger person coming up? No, I, I think Carlito's going to shine when he puts the suit on backstage. Um, and I think that the more that Vince finally recognizes the fact that his, the 80s are over and <laughs> that you know there are younger minds that have been in the ring on a full-time basis, yeah, his dad started the company. But you got guys like Hunter and MVP and Carlito that actually went up and down the roads as talent. Right. And I think you give them the pencil, and I think we're going to see a whole lot better uh, storytelling going forward. Well, you know, if, you, if you, you really look at it, there's another two people behind stage, behind the curtain, Ricky Steamboat and Fit Finley. And I just think that, the, and I've said it, and I'll say it again, the wrestlers give you the best creativity for matches not the hollywood writers that and it was later in the 
thing. There was an interview with some wrestler, and they actually like let it go that Daniel Bryan and Edge are on the creative team now. Oh right, right. Well, Daniel, yeah. we've we've known for a while has been on there. He's always he's yeah. been backstage for a while. Garth, we're gonna let you go, buddy. Keep us in the loop about that knee, and then you and I still need to do lunch. You got it, brother. We'll set up. Uh, hopefully, uh, next next Thursday we can get together, break bread. All right, man. We'll we'll touch base about it. All right. Thank you for calling in and following as always, bud. All right, chief. Love you, brother. Give uh, give the wife a hug for me. You too, brother. Stay safe. All right. Uh, have Mike, a good day. Mike Halverson in the chat room says that uh, the Rumble sucked, in his opinion. So many mistakes and bad wrestling. They should have let Adam Pierce wrestle. He's a better talent than 80% of the roster. Uh, Thomas Burnett chimes in. Everything goes through Bruce, Pritchard, and Vince. All right, um, next topic. Well, uh, wait, wait, no. Wait, we'll, 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 we'll let your comment go. Go ahead. Give us the bell. Thank you. Go ahead. Bruce Pritchard, in my mind, he needs to relinquish his job that he has and let the other people write the damn shit and approve it. He's been there too long. Well, you get stuck in your ways, I guess, for all those years when you were brother love and all that other stuff with Vince. And, and uh, But I'll tell you what, if we've talked about this. Bully Ray, when you listen to him on Busted Open, like we've said here on this show, like you have, Matt, this guy should be leading creative somewhere. He's got to be on some creative team or something. And about the WrestleMania thing, we need the Demon Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Just the lead up to that is going to be incredible. That would be. That would be absolutely. I'd rather see it that way myself, and I think that's a great, great angle. All right, last rumor. Rumor is Bad Bunny is training for a match. Do we have to see this at WrestleMania? Well, unfortunately, after we saw him nearly kill himself off the turnbuckle on that dive when his left foot went out from him, uh, went out from under him on the ropes, he was lucky he didn't become a meme all of a sudden when he cra- if he crashed and burned. I don't want to see it. I mean, I know you ha- you know look you have the David Arquettes, you have all these entertainers that have a dream that want to get into pro wrestling, but to me, I think again a, a match with him involved with uh, well who was he with Miz and Morrison is what that storyline started. Are we going to see Booker T come out of retirement to team with Bad Bunny to go against Miz and Morrison? I mean, really? I mean, I, Booker T is just my thought, but I don't see Bad Bunny doing a one-on-one match. It's got to be some tag match. I assumed it was going to be Damian Priest, but I hope they don't put him in like... I hope they don't do that to him, but... Here's the still shot of Bad Bunny coming off the rope, and this was literally just as he was coming off his left foot on the top rope as he went to make the leap, literally slid off that rope, and he was lucky he, it looked as good as it could and that Miz and Morrison were there for the save. In, in that wouldn't even have been the worst botch of the show. What, what was the worst botch in your mind? Handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, the handcuffs in the back. Easy. Yep, <laughs> and, the, and, and the ref and the count and the stop counting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that uh, shortly, but are we in agreement about Bad Bunny being on the WrestleMania card? Well, he's better than the other guy that was on AEW that tried to jump off the top rope and uh, almost didn't, and well, didn't make it. Well, he was trying to do a flog, frog, flog, frog, frog splash. splash. Mm, well, and he landed very short. Maybe the two of them. Oh, could, Snoop. Maybe the two. Yeah. yeah maybe uh, Bunny and Snoop could tag together. And call the team Snoop Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> Take on Goldberg and The Undertaker. <laughs> Ooh. There you go. There's, there's a picture of what we were just talking about regarding the handcuffs in the back. Um, yeah, that whole scenario when he couldn't get out of the cuffs and 
he pulled the ref and the other ref literally stopped counting at seven. And I read the other the uh, yesterday that as this was all going on, Kevin was on the ground selling longer the low blow than it was expected for that. I don't know. I would have just had bolt cutters handy as an as an emergency, just snip the thing and get him out of there. But well, the well the other part of it was is when Kevin put the handcuffs on, he put them on ass backwards, and that's why they were. They, they were, were underneath ha- instead of the top. Yes. Yeah, that, that's that makes that makes you good sense. You got to make sure you put them on like the backside, so the hole's like right in the front. Maybe <laughs> maybe you need to give them some training. They actually <laughs> use leg shackles to do that because the chain's so long. That's but true. Yeah. I got to so, put the hole yeah. in the right spot, yeah. make it easier for them. Oh, that could be said about so many things. But anyway, something we were talking about before we went on the air, we were going to talk about the picture of Bianca Belair and and Rhea Ripley in the foot and all of that. But if you Mike, can do me a favor, right. Aaron, yeah. stick the picture under that thing, and you oh, can and blow see it up. if like you can see if there's actual air between those feet. You know what? I will do that. <laughs> I will bring it up on what the guys are talking about. My wife for Valentine's Day got me one of these magnifier screens for my cell phone. It blows it up so it's easy for me to see. And uh, you know what? All I got to say to all of them, they've been making fun of me. Is screw you. It's, it works for me, and my wife gave it to me. So, and then we have yeah. There you go. It's it's right here. I'm, I'm not. Sh- I'm not shy about it here. Let me even turn it a little closer. There it is. You know, I, I'm I'm not shy. But then again, we have our producer here who's making fun of me. He suffers from half Alzheimer's, half Heimers, because he can't remember the things we ask him to do. Half Heimers. That's being nice. Well, I'm using Chief's word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm using Chief's word here. Um, but anyway, so so he AARP put, sponsor us. That's. I, I am a carrying card member. Mike Halverson puts the girl winning the women's rumble, yet she was eliminated. Matt needed to train KO, right? Ryan said that Botchamania is going to have a field day with the handcuffs. A little bit. You know, I'm going to talk about it later, but my girl should have won, and she did win, and we know she won because we saw the picture. Rhea Ripley won the Women's Rumble. Unfortunately, we all know that Bianca was being billed to win that thing for months. And I, and I agree. I'll, and you know what? I'm okay. I'll, I'll talk. Yeah, about save it later. on your rant because I know now he's now he's got his rant. But you remember the football referee years ago when they had to decide on a first down and they couldn't tell where the nose of the ball was on the the, the stick? He took an index card out yep. and he ran it up against the nose of the ball and the stick and he ruled it a first down. I think with that picture that everybody has seen of the toes and the feet on the floor, we need something like that. We need super slow-mo, like, uh, you know, zoom-in stuff to be able to see if we can really get, get a definitive thing. But if it were an issue that they wanted to go after, it would have been done on Monday. If not, they're just trying to move forward with Bianca going into <laughs> WrestleMania. So. Yeah, as on Friday, they never mentioned it. They got enough social media traction. They should have at least brought it up. And- right. Made like a match at Fastlane between Ripley and Bianca. There you go. Or... There you go. Now Bianca win clean if that's the direction they still wanted to go. All right. With that, we're going to step aside for our first break. Uh, <laughs> which one isn't there, Mr. Producer? Um, when we come back, we will talk specifically about some of the Royal Rumble results. You are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, 702-329-6947. Press 1 to come into the studio. We want to hear your thoughts on the Rumble. We'll be back in 60 seconds. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? I just, is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Congratulations and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because 
They do. Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. All right, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere. Matt, Chief, myself, we are here discussing... The bulk, I have a funny feeling the bulk of today's show may be on uh, uh, Royal Rumble, but uh, we have a lot of other things. We have our laptop open before we continue on. Can you go to the laptop, please? Uh, on our laptop is our wonderful website. And again, I want to. we have to give a yeoman salute to Matt here because he manages our website. ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com is the web address. You can catch all the latest news and notes of all that's going on around the wrestling world. Now, couple, what's that? Giggity. Giggity. There you go. <laughs> or as Vince McMahon would say, that's some good shit. Anyway. Flippy shit. Flippy shit. Well, no flippy shit on our website unless giggity, it's a... Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> God. <laughs> unless it is a, uh, a newsworthy uh, video. But the thing I want to talk about, I'm wearing my Thoughts Count Anywhere t-shirt. Matt has a Thoughts Count Anywhere sweatshirt on. We know Chief has ordered some stuff. But I want to show you the shop tab here for a reason. Because when you click on the shop tab here on our homepage which eventually will come up here momentarily. There we go. And you'll see on the page the different types of T-shirts once the screen catches up to everybody. There we go. There's the black one. And then we have the one I'm wearing, which can all, all be ordered in different colors and different designs and stuff. But the key thing is we don't just have T-shirts available. And what I want to show everybody is, is if you click on an item, let's say we'll just click on this first shirt here for a moment. Underneath, you see the price, you see the sizes. But right here under the price, this little drop-down box right there, also tells us all the different types of items that you can purchase with that logo. That's the important thing. You don't just have to get the T-shirt. You can get anything that that logo is tied to that you can order. I want to go to this one. We'll go to this shirt here. <clears throat> because when you click on the drop-down for this particular logo, I believe we have even more options available. Everything from tank tops to koozies to unisex stuff. Uh, all kinds of goodies. So that's the important part. Get your gear. You have options. You don't just have to get the T-shirt that's available. And those of us here behind the scenes at TCA, we would appreciate if you help us promote our show by getting some swag, taking pictures of it, and we'll put you up on our fan page somewhere as some of our fans of the week wearing our merchandise. Yeah. By the way, speaking of which, the Hulk Hogan picture. Yeah. Didn't, I believe we, still have, we finally have a winner for that, right? Yeah. We have a winner, uh, Lisa from Henderson. And I have it up here on the website because the picture's behind the desk. I don't know if you can quickly flip it back. There you go. There's the picture. We were giving this away through the website. If uh, merchandise was purchased, uh, you would automatically be entered into a giveaway for this piece. It is certified. Signature COA is attached to this where you have Hogan's picture on this. This is at least a $200 value that Lisa purchased one of our sweatshirts, and she was the winner of this piece, so congratulations, Lisa. We'll get that over to you as soon as we can. Okay, now, let's get back to, Wrestle, uh, Ro I was say WrestleMania, we're talking so much about that. Royal Rumble, let's start with the pre-show match, guys. Uh, we had, of course, the tag team titles back up for grabs, Oscar and Charlotte taking on Baszler and Jax, and to really no surprise, we talked about this last week, even Chief and I were messaging back and forth. They had to drop the tag belts because Charlotte is getting so invested with this Lacey Evans uh, Ric Flair feud that they needed to drop the tag titles. I'm not happy that Jackson Baser get it back. 
you know, they could have done something differently perhaps, but no surprise here in the results. Matt? Now Max, Oscar can finally defend the Raw women's title that hasn't been defended in forever. Yeah, it's a good but Yes, it is, Jason. That is the McMahon puppet on the desk. Go ahead. I really think that uh, Belair is going to – I think she's going to take Oscar on. That's where I think it's going to go. I'd and like to see that. I, th I think it'd be a good match. Although I, although I think her and Shane um, – what's her name? SmackDown's champ. Sasha. Sasha, Sasha thank you. Uh, my three-quarters half-heimers kicked in. Uh, Notice it went from half to three-quarters this week? Yeah, last it's, week. It's, it's getting there. I'm not as old as you, though. I don't need no uh, – what do you call it? Yeah, yeah. okay. Magnifier? Uh, thank you. Uh, but, that, you know, that's, that's where I think it's going to go, uh, in my opinion. In my I, don't, opinion. I don't think that they're I, – they, I think they got to give Sasha some time with the belt because she's never really – she's never really had the belt for any length of time as a champ. And I agree. I think – I mean, because that, that title that Asuka's got needs some refreshing. And I think a new face holding the belt is, I think, the way to go. Well, I think the other part of it would be, too, that um, – and, and I'll just throw this out. Last night, I didn't see Rhea Ripley on SmackDown. I didn't see uh, Seth on SmackDown. The only one I saw this week, really, is Damian Priest on Raw. So there's a whole lot of people they need to get in storylines, and I think Rhea and Sasha might be a good storyline. Could be. Could be. We'll see how it takes out. Shakes out. <laughs> okay, next bullet. Can we skip that one? Because we kind of talked about them in the opening between uh, McIntyre and, uh, and Goldberg. So let's go on to the next match. The Women's SmackDown Championship match between Banks and Carmella. Je gentlemen? It was a good match. I assumed uh, Banks was going to retain. I think they are going to keep the belt on her for a good while because she was a champion, what, like five times and never defended it once. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Explain something to me. I, I watched last night, and uh, Bianca came. Or yeah, Bianca came out first. Okay, then Carmella comes out and gets into it, and then Sasha comes out. Why? Sasha just beat Carmella. Carmella needs to go to hell away with her tutti frutti guy, uh, Butler or whatever. Reginald. Yeah. Reginald. That okay. dude's awesome. I, I agree. And I think <laughs> I think what eventually is going to happen is Rush, Reginald's going to go with Sasha. That's what I see. But what Carmella's done. She got beat. So, you know what? Get her out of the storyline and let's get Sasha a new storyline and let Bianca have her glory right now. Have her time. Yes. You, you and I were texting during that match. It's like every time we saw Carmella take a hit or – we were wondering what Corey Graves' reaction was <laughs> behind the desk as he's watching his girlfriend get her ass kicked. But yep. I will say this, though. It seems to me that Carmella's ringability has gone up a little bit from what we've seen in the past. I think she's gotten better in the ring. Yes? Oh, yeah. She's definitely gotten right? a lot better. Right. And I think this, this character that she has now, I think, is going to aid in that in-ring skill set to continue to improve a little bit. Let her have a storyline with uh, Ruby Riot. There you go. That, that would be a good set. All right, before we go back to the uh, Women's Royal Rumble, I, I want to go over these last two quickly. We'll go to the uh, Chiefs rant thereafter. Universal Championship, uh, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, last man standing, aside from the botch of the handcuff. What did you guys think of the match? 
It was good. Kevin, in my mind, Kevin put that match over. Um, you know, I like Roman. Roman's got a few moves, but Kevin put that freaking match over. Is he not like today's Mick Foley or Tory Funk with what he does with his body? Then he gets run over by a freaking golf cart, you know, bounces off of that thing like <laughs> it was nothing, gets thrown off the second tier of the computer uh, screens, and all this other. Oh, oh, then he's on the uh, forklift. Doing the swanton. Yeah, I mean, is he, is he not our current version of these guys? Matt? He's about as close as you can get to the – Guy who will do all the stunts and put his body on the line. I wonder if he's been uh, training with Matt, with uh, Jeff Hardy a little bit. Could be. Uh, so that was an amazing match before, like, the handcuff spot. But I think the match was good enough that even with the handcuff spot, it was still a good match. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought it was good almost to the point where it's like, well, I wish it would end already because these guys It made me chuckle, themselves. like, during the whole handcuff thing, but <laughs> – I, I, I was still like, holy shit, how's somebody going to win? I was just hoping that Kevin would knock Heyman out. <laughs> Somehow, right? Yeah. But now we would think after three matches between these two, Royal Rumble would have been the end, right? That's... But not the case last night of what we saw on SmackDown where he made an appearance again against... After the Reigns. handcuff thing, like, if it would have just been like the last man standing match and he would have won, but with the whole handcuff thing, it kind of everybody wants to see another one. I don't know. I, in my mind, I'm not sure in my mind if that botch, in my mind, would justify a fourth match between these two. That's Who on SmackDown is, you know, that's, do you want to see against Roman? That's what I don't understand. And uh, over and over, I keep saying it. Why do the storylines go out so far? Usually know? three matches should be enough between two guys and call it the end there. A couple of comments in the box. Thomas Burnett shares that Keith Lee might be in quarantine, which I think was a, might be a reason why we didn't see him last week. Yeah, as Mia surprised. Yim got confirmed that she has COVID, and uh, so her boyfriend most likely automatically has it too. There you go. I like this comment from Mike Halverson. Belts are for live audiences, merchandise, and fans. Belts make no sense when they are not selling out arenas. And, you know, I, I, try, I read a little bit of Kate uh, – Stories on Facebook and whatever, YouTube, things like that. I read one this week where uh, I guess WWE stock dropped quite a bit. 4%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if uh, Vince is a little worried and uh, he doesn't like that. But then, you, then I read that when Vince decides to sell um, – it might be to a guy that owns a football team also. Yeah, right. I, I, I read all of that, and we'll, we'll get back to that in a moment. Real quickly, Mike also says, KO carries the match because he can actually wrestle and not just get his hair wet and pump his chest. Um, anyway, <laughs> Mike, so let's, let's go ahead real quick. Mike, I, I want to ask you one quick question, and you can text it in. How long did your storylines last when you were wrestling, sir? All right, on that note, I want to get ready for the Chiefs rant because while he is doing that, I think we're going to be doing a little uh, equipment exchange with my microphone. So, yeah, it keeps going out. Uh, it's the ghost. All right, let's play the opening, and we're going to be at Chiefs rants here momentarily. Yeah. 
Good morning, everybody. It's time for my Chiefs rant. But before I get started, I have a favor to ask. If you all have a story or a topic that you'd like the Chief to rant on, it doesn't necessarily have to be a wrestling rant. It can be about anything. And I'll take a look at them. And if I like one, I will rant about it. But I will give you the credit for passing it on to me. <coughs> now, with no further ado, let me do my rant. And I think you saw part of it. I'm going to start out with this. I see Damian Priest. I see Rhea Ripley. I see Keith Lee. I see Aleister Black. All the people coming up from NXT. And then you go and you look this week. And I know Aleister's been out for a while. I get, I understand that one. But you, you don't see uh, Rhea Ripley this week. Haven't seen Keith Lee in a couple weeks. The only one, as I said earlier, we saw was Damian Priest. I sincerely hope that they don't get buried on uh, SmackDown and Raw. I hope they're given a chance that they can wrestle. And as I said, there's so many people, you don't see them every week. So the storylines could be a lot shorter. You could have a lot more matches and have quality matches. Now to really get to my rant. I don't know how many of you saw this week the picture of Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. The last two in the Royal Rumble match. But I said last week Rhea Ripley was going to win it. And if you look at the picture, according to it, it looked like Bianca Belair's foot hit the floor, and Rhea Ripley's didn't. I talked about poor cameraship last week and the week before. Well, there's another picture that shouldn't have been shown because I'm going to give props where they are. Bianca Belair, you won the match. You deserve the match. Your career needs to go on and skyrocket up. But Rhea Ripley needs to be pushed also. And I think somewhere down the road, the two of them need to have another match to determine, not at WrestleMania, but further ado, when Bianca wins, wins the belt, Rhea needs to get her shot. That's the Chiefs rant today, over and out. There you have it, the Chief, making his voice heard. All right, good stuff. I mean, we kind of touched on some of that stuff so far in our conversations. Anything in there that you want to follow up on with comment, Matt? I think definitely the cameraman shouldn't have. I mean, it made sense for them to, like, catch the feet, but as, like, it was happening, I was like, I'm pretty sure Bianca Belair's feet just hit the ground. But WWE, they just let it slip by. And, and there, there's the picture. We just found it. 
You know, the thing with me, and, and we talked about this earlier, this, this style of ending of a Royal Rumble, we've seen it before when the last two competitors go out, feet touch, do they not touch? The one that comes to my mind most famously is when Cena and Batista went over the top rope and all that hoopla because everybody's feet touched. Uh, um, I, I, I just wish sometimes these Rumbles would, would end cleaner than doing that fiasco. True. It, you know, but, that, but it's there. So, I don't know. Uh, either... Take advantage of it because, like you said, Matt, earlier, it's like the picture's bad on social media since then. Why would they have not at least acknowledged it somehow on this week's shows? Maybe that's why Rhea wasn't on TV because she's angry about what happened and she could come out and just ran off and be like, I won. Here's proof. Right, right on. It, right on. I don't know. Give me another chance. Why don't you read Mike's response to your question before you rant? <clears throat> Three weeks at the most. But in AAA, it would last forever. It all depends on the promotion. Small indies one week. TVI did a three-week program with a few guys. That's to me, is the way it should be, folks. These storylines of months, <laughs> they need to go away. <laughs> Mike, thanks for, uh, thanks for chiming in. I appreciate that, buddy. Absolutely. Let's talk about one more match from Royal Rumble. And, of course, that was the men's uh, Royal Rumble Match itself, um, I would look. Matt, he, Edge came in what number three, I believe, right? Number one. Number oh, that's one. Right, it was number one. That's right. I'm sorry. Oh, it was uh, Bianca that was number three? Yes. Um, great showing. Yeah. I'm just surprised that they had him win it because the talk was Daniel Bryan for the most part, maybe Big E. Why do you think the swerve went for Edge to to get the win here, Matt? I think there's giving him whatever storyline they were going to give him, like before his injury, and give him a last title run. And he said he's back full time, so mm-hmm. I was glad to see it. I I don't disagree with you there. Uh, I also heard that he wants to wrestle with Christian as a tag team, and, uh, and Christian's only being is a part timer right now. And he was, he was not cleared until literally almost like the last minute before the Rumble. That was legit one of the highlights of my Royal Rumble. Oh, absolutely. Come back. Yep. Oh, no, I, I, and, and that's the thing. Here's, here's the question. If in, in reality, and think about it, if Edge and Christian get back together as a tag team, who does the WWE really have that could go up against them? And... and you know, Rude and, and uh, what's his name? Ziggler. That, that's the ones that come to mind. But other than that, who do they really have as a tag team? In the words of Paul Heyman, this isn't a prediction. It's a spoiler. You're going to see Edge challenge Roman. So, therefore, we're going to get Edge and Christian versus the Usos out of this somehow. Because Edge has said in countless interviews, Roman's his dream opponent of anybody on the main roster – and when Edge and Christian had their podcast I listened to all the time, they said if they can come back and wrestle any tag team, it's the Usos. So this is kind of just like writing on the wall now. Yeah, I, I agree. I was kind of surprised Uso didn't show up in Royal Rumble. Something must have been going on with him. Yeah. Um, it was great to see Naomi back in the ring in the women's side, but something was going on. And there was also a prediction Jimmy was going to – There was his name floated around a couple of months ago that he might be making a return. So – um, that's not a bad. That's not a bad direction for that uh, as well. By the way, Thomas Burnett says we need the old bell ringer back. Hey, Deshade, get your butt into the training, buddy. You don't need to be texting me on the phone. You need to. Thank you. 
He's responding to Thomas Burnett's uh, comment in there about needing the bell ringer. Oh. Shade, Shade, it's always good for you to be following us, dude, especially with the amount of pressure I put on you, so don't worry about it. So get in there and get some training done, buddy. U- Usos are in trouble again. Mike, can you just put some more detail into that or give us a call and share why that is the case? In the meantime, let's go right into our WWE report since we are on the Rumble. Love you, Shade. Uh, okay. All right. We talk- Lars Sullivan, released by WWE. Said he's most likely done with wrestling. He was released from had it because he didn't show up for tapings and such. With all his anxiety issues, he was, like, poised to beat Cena at WrestleMania, apparently. And mm-hmm. he was in for, like, a big career. Apparently his issues got a hold of him and, and other things. So I guess if you're not up for, like, public stuff and anxiety, wrestling ain't the career for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They tried to help him. You know, uh. with management and whatever else. But, uh, oh, Mike Halverson heard another DUI about the Usos. That's what he heard through the grapevine. I don't know if that's true or not. So. There's a local guy in Vegas that can replace one of them, and no one would ever know the difference. Yeah. Hmm. Who? 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 Okay. <laughs> Let, we talked about Christian. He's a part-timer. This is interesting news. Yeah. Devon revealed that he had a stroke as recently as November uh. and is still recovering. I remember that going out. Uh, a couple of months ago. I didn't see it. Yeah, this was a couple of months ago where he talked about it. Um, but is he, st- is he working again or is he still home recovering? Do you know? He said he's at home recovering. He's getting his strength back and stuff. But right like on. a couple of months ago, he said he was having health issues, didn't really get into anything. And he said on some podcasts that he had a stroke and he's starting to get back to normal. That's crazy. That's crazy. I remember vaguely seeing that. Some pictures I think I saw on social media of him and his kids or something while he was recovering at home. Man. So, yeah, send out our, our thoughts and prayers to Devon. Um, all right. NXT announces uh, NXT TakeOver Sunday, February 14th on Valentine's Day, called NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. First match to announce is the NXT Women's Championship, Mercedes Martinez in a triple threat versus Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. It's going to be a hell of a match. I want to see Tony Storm take the title. But from what I saw in NXT, it sounds like we're going to get Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor for the title. I want him to save the other match for April-ish. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I understand. It's going to be Finn and Pete for the belt. Um, and, uh, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen after that. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I think I think Finn and Pete will be a great match, but getting back to the women's match, um, I like Tony Storm, but you know I like Mercedes too. Yeah, she she's do her props. You know she's been in the business uh, quite a few years, uh, a great female wrestler. Io Shirai is on top of her game, so this will definitely be a great match. Definitely. All right, uh, bottom line here, Rey Mysterio signs a new contract, and I saw something come up really quick this morning on my way here. Cesaro signed a new contract. Did you guys see anything about that? I saw it, but I, I won't confirm he signed it. Yeah, I'm just hearing what I but, read. But I don't I, know if it's I, true or not. I saw that last night before I went to bed that he had signed a new contract. So we'll have to wait and see. I kind of assumed he was going to re-sign just because of the push he was getting recently. Because they were like, eh, he might leave. That might not be a good idea. So hopefully they give him the push this guy finally deserves. You know, a comment was made I saw uh, on uh, Twitter by Dave LaGreco. 
the main yeah. host of Busted Open, yeah. um, showing Cesaro's win last night. Yes. Um, and then he, he had a message in there about Daniel Bryan. You know, um, I, I don't know if it was maybe that match, whatever it was. And I made a comment. I replied back to him about Daniel Bryan because there was talk of Daniel Bryan, right, wanting to have that last run, WrestleMania. They were building a little story up with him and the Usos, yada, yada, yada. If they have, a plan, if they have plans for Bryan, other than right now putting guys like Cesaro over, how are they going to keep having him lose matches if they're going to build him towards something big for WrestleMania as he's in his, perhaps his last run of his career? That was a thought I had. I'm curious about that. Who's writing the matches? Yeah, I, I, who knows? That's what anyway. I'm saying. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Chelsea Green has recovered from injuries in the process of getting cleared to return. We saw that. Now, there was talk about John Cena perhaps wrestling or being at WrestleMania, but with his crazy schedule, he says mathematically, using his words, it's impossible for him to be at, at, the, at Mania this year because he's got a new show that he's filming for. Plus, he's got a new commercial that will be debuted during Super Bowl tomorrow. As long as he's got enough time to film commercials for Thoughts Count Anywhere, <laughs> I really Nothing don't care if he shows up to WrestleMania. <laughs> I agree. I so we agree. Down like that. Here, here's the thing. With Cena not being there for WrestleMania, does that mean The Rock's going to be there? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Um, he's, because he's got the same issue, personally. All right, sad news yesterday coming out of the world of professional wrestling. Uh, Butch Reed passed away yesterday. Um, he was 66 years old. I was going to say, he was in his mid-60s. He, had, he, worked, he ran with uh, Ron Simmons. They were tag title champs for a while. Um, wrestled, of course, in WWE, et cetera. Great, a great talent in the wrestling industry. Uh, another one uh, we lost yesterday. Yep. So our thoughts and prayers go out to the Reed family. And then last but not least, one I want to touch on, which I think is a no-brainer no here, Captain Obvious, is that we finally saw this past Monday, the friendship. Uh, there's Butch. There he is there screen, on the screen. Um, Seamus, with this I don't want to just be known as Drew's friend storyline, we finally saw him turn on the champ, uh, road kicked him, and now we're going to see that storyline. Anybody surprised that it happened? <laughs> Not at all. And speaking of dumb camera angles, as soon as, like, Drew got into, the, like, that part of the ring and that, like, weird camera angle that didn't show, like, the whole middle of the ring. Right. And once the music cut out, I was like, oh, this fool's about to get bro kicked. Yep. And then, bang, I was like, eh, saw that coming. We've seen that coming, really, almost since the friendship started. When he oh, won yeah, the title, for so. sure. Sheamus is a way better heel than he is face. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, last comment under the report. I saw this, and I forwarded to you guys. Booker T wants another shot at Triple H because he, only, he wrestles him at a WrestleMania for the title he lost, but he wants to wrestle him only in Saudi Arabia because, as he says in there, the folks who perform on that card get paid a heck of a lot more than they do normally. They so, make bank at those shows. I would do the same thing. If I'm coming out of retirement, it's for like a million dollars. Chief, I'd be ranting about this one. <laughs> but <laughs> Why the hell do you need to come out of retirement? Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you a semi-rant now. These people, both men and women, make decent money in their contracts for the most part. Keyword, decent. Why? The, well, with with <laughs> with with certain companies, okay. I'll, I'll True. Pre, I'll preface it. But why the hell do you need to come out 
of retirement. If you can't control the money that you make when you are wrestling and learn how to bank it and invest it for future, that's your fault. So it's all about the money, folks. It's not about the wrestling match. Who the hell really wants to see Booker T and Triple H? Yeah, I, that, I don't. That, that was my point. What, 15 years after the event? You know, uh. it would have been like if Sting went against Undertaker, you know, well past their prime. But Booker T in the uh, video or whatever he did with Bad Bunny with the song where he just stands there and at the end he does his, uh, you know, can you dig that thing? What, what is he doing? I, I don't get it. I mean, he has a school. He's on the pre-shows, but I just don't get it. He looked like G.I. Bro. As in that. far as, like, part-timers coming back, why wasn't Booker T in the Royal Rumble? He was already there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, I want to give a, a shout-out to a friend of mine uh, from Long Island, New York, Jimmy Cavanaugh. Hey, Long Island's checking in. Semper Fi, my brother. There you go. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break, final break of the show before we come back with AEW stuff, birthdays. Of course, tomorrow's the Super Bowl. we got to talk about that. And Hollywood lost another legend. What's going on? We'll be back right after this. <laughs> I don't like bad buttons. This is John Cena. I just, I, just, I just wanted to send you a congratulations on your podcast. Thoughts count anywhere. Because indeed they do. Thoughts are important. I mean, what would they, we do without them? And how can they not count anywhere? Is there a place that thoughts don't count? I can't think of one. Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much, congratulations, and good luck on the podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, because they do. One. It's not the worst podcast ever, is it? It's no. the best podcast. Thoughts count anywhere, all your wrestling news, all your hobbit you hey, all your gimmickry, go on over, listen wherever your podcasts are downloaded. The Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast. I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. That's my endorsement. Booyah! Hi, welcome back. Sean Hyde puts in our chat room. For once in my life, I have to disagree with Chief. And I guess all of you guys, Booker T is jacked and ready to go. Well... Listen, Sean, everybody is able to make one mistake a year, and if this may be it that you disagree with us, we love you anyway. So I want to see Booker T come back, just not against Triple H and Saudi. Not, not for the reason of the money, because he, he said in that article, give me a good price tag, I'll go to Saudi and wrestle him. I mean, he made it, he made it sound it was all about the money. It's nothing to do with the legacy of their, of their matches. But anyway. The Saudi guy pays, like, people ridiculous amounts of money. He picks and chooses who he wants there, right? And you hear, like, the first one he wanted, Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior. Hey, I'm a, uh, Sean, Sean, I appreciate your comment. You know that, my uh, brother. How about Booker T and uh, his brother coming back, Stevie Ray, no. as a tag team? No. Why not? No. It's as good as what they've got on TV Which now. Which means they shouldn't even come on. If it's as good and not going to elevate anything for as long as they've been out of the ring. I, I, I'm, listen, I love some of these old guys. And it's nice. Oh, pre, older guys. It's great to see them. Don't get me wrong. But there's a time where their time in the ring after not being in the ring for 15 years. I just, I just don't see it being a smart thing to do. But, yeah. Well, he can do the spin a Rooney and, you know. <laughs> probably hurt his back. Anyway, jeez. Um, the only thing under this, the next section here. Let's go to our next section, please. Okay, ding. Okay. Ding. Uh, Sledge, our good friend Sledge, who's been on the show uh, a yeah. couple, <laughs> couple of times, 
We saw he announced he's re-signed with Ring of Honor. That's great yeah. news. Hell yeah. Glad it's- to hear it. Mike's got a good comment. Wrestling is all about money, guys. You don't get hit. Shit, I got to put this. You don't get hit in the head for the legacy of wrestling. Yeah, thank you. Put it under the microscope over there. (laughs) Put it under the microscope. I'm being told to look for a button on the back of my microphone. (laughs) It's hidden under the... I I think it is. Any, anyway, shall we continue on? Yes, let's continue on. So good. And by the way, Sledge was in town last week. Yeah. Had an opportunity to say hello to him as he was uh, doing some training sessions with the folks over at Versus. It uh, looks great. Glad to see him here. Uh, anything of the other points that you guys want to touch on? Kenta maybe making an appearance. That might be a good one. Did Did I see something where it's where uh, it said that New Japan's women and AEW's women or somebody's going to they're going to cross over and wrestle each other. So, I hope so. I hope there's like a so. like working relationship between New Japan and AEW and Impact that can make for some I think we talked incredible about television. Week. I think you brought that up last week, Matt, about how some they may bring some of these together into an ultimate. This is how much I hate freaking wrestling fans on the internet. This almost might be my rant. I saw somebody on Twitter actually says, I can't believe... AEW had to bring in Hideo Itami from 205 Live into freaking AEW. I about lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, some people on the internet are freaking wild. But he was way better as Kenta than whatever WWE had him do is Hideo Itami, but... There's some crazy people on the internet. The thing with the internet, folks, is remember this, with great power comes great responsibility. They have none when it comes behind the keyboard. <laughs> Did you see that guy uh, tweeting Alexa Bliss and she was like, oh, this must be your new account. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Saying, oh, Ryan Cabrera is evil. And I did see that, yes. I was like, people... Mike Tyson said it best. People on the internet, you'd be able to say it to your face so they can punch them. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, thanks for the uh, pipe in. And I stand corrected. Uh, Sean tells me Stevie's not ready. So I, and you know I respect your opinion. Thanks. There you go. All right. Uh, we're about ready for some birthdays. So why don't we get ready? Wait, 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 wait. Why is Shaq and Cody tag match going to be on Dynamite and not on pay-per-view? Who cares? Period. Who cares? I just got a, a message to our, uh, one of our chat groups from our good friend Scott from Power Play Sports. By the way, he's down at uh, Sunset Station for his annual pilgrimage for 24-7 right up to the Super Bowl with all of his gear down there. Go he's, visit Sunset Station. They got all sorts of cool stuff over there. Absolutely. Stop in and spend some money. Yeah. He just sent a picture to us in our chat group carrying Cross's uh, WWE um, action figure. So we'll have to order a few cases of those. So holy crap, that's cool. Well, mine, <laughs> mine better be on order, sir. Exactly. We'll take a dozen of them for sure. All right. Hey, it's time for birthdays before we wrap up. So what do you say we celebrate some birthdays on this show? All right. So if you're celebrating a birthday between today and next Friday, we want to wish you a happy birthday. And you are celebrating birthdays with these wrestlers. On the sixth, you're celebrating with Connor. On February 8th, The Big Show. 
classy Freddie Blassie, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, and of course the beautiful, sensational Sherry. She launched the Divas era, if you ask me. But that's just my opinion. February 9th, Medusa. February 10th, we have Tara, Victoria, who we saw uh, make an appearance this past week. Lovey Spicoli, Vanessa Craven, KM, and Taji Ishimori, all on February. What happened on February 10th? It's like, everybody's born February 10th. This must week. have been the a full moon. The question is, what happened nine months before February 10th? <laughs> it must have been a full moon. <laughs> exactly. A lot of lonely people. On the 11th, Ken Shamrock, who's still doing well with uh, Impact. Hernandez, and on February 12th, uh, may he rest in peace, the one-man gang also. So happy birthday to all of those people. And again, happy birthday to all of you celebrating a birthday until we meet again next Saturday. All right, we only have a couple of minutes left, and uh, I'm, I'm torn between watching the clock on the wall and the now-adjusted clock on my phone. They used to be four minutes apart, but now they're in sync, and <laughs> God damn it, the show went faster. All right, a couple of things in pop culture. Let's talk. You want guys want to just focus on the Super Bowl? Yeah. You guys want to talk about the other things? What? Super Bowl? Let's yeah. make, talk about the Super Bowl. Let's, let's go around, a little predictions, what you think. Matt? The Chiefs versus the Bucks. Tom Brady freaking did it again. Everyone kept saying that, oh, he can only deal with the Patriots and their system. It's like he got bored and was like, hey, random team, do you want to go to the Super Bowl next year? And then he took him to the freaking Super Bowl. So. So you're picking the, Ra- the Bucks tomorrow? Just because it's in the home of. They're the first team to actually have a home game in the Super Bowl. Yep. It is Brady. It's the home of WrestleMania. The stupid Chiefs beat my 49ers last year. <laughs> so I have a disdain for the Chiefs. There you go. So I'm going with Tom Brady just to – I've always liked the logo of the Bucks. They're cool. And it'll piss off a lot of people if Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl. There you go. So. And I'd probably be one of them being a Giants fan. But that's okay. But he represents the NFC. Okay, so one Buccaneer. Chief, your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Something I want to throw out real quick. Uh, Andy Reid lost one son a long time ago due to drugs. Uh, this past Thursday, uh, his other son, who's a, a member c- of his coaching staff, yeah. of his coaching staff, had a severe automobile accident. Um, they both happened during Super Bowl timeframes. And the incident this week is he'd be in check for impairment. Yes. We'll get into that as well. Yes. Um, so, Andy Reid's a Hall of Famer in my mind. I like Mahomes. I like Kansas City's team. I like Tom Brady. Tampa Bay hasn't been there in a long time. But I've got to go with the Chiefs. All right. well, plus the name. I mean, why would you not go against the Chiefs, for crying out loud? All right. My take on the game is this. Tampa Bay Chiefs. I met Andy Reid at the Pro Bowl in 2009 when he was still a coach with the Eagles. One of the most down-to-earth guys you'd ever meet in the world of sports, in my opinion. Great guy, knows his stuff. But what worries me about the Chiefs, their offensive line is totally ravaged by COVID, injuries, and, of course, that blindside tackle is a spot of question. And although Mahomes is agile and mobile, if you've got an offensive line you got to rely, that's questionable, you've got to rely on the running game which they have the ability to do, but Tampa Bay's front four is pretty strong. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be the first team to win a Super Bowl at their home stadium, make NFL history. Number seven for Brady, I, I kind of like, I, I don't dislike him as much as I used to when he played the Patriots, but that's okay. 
Uh, I, I'm going to pick the Bucks tomorrow to win. A couple of last notes. Christopher Plummer, longtime actor in Hollywood. He passed away this week at the age of 91. When we think about those in the entertainment world who we have lost, I mean, quickly, Cicely Tyson, uh, him, uh, Cloris Leachman, and I know there's a couple of others, and not to mention everybody who's lost their lives in our normal day in life through COVID or any other health issues or, or whatever. This has been a rather interesting six-week start to 2021. And, Matt, I'm going to give you the pleasure of announcing the last one because both Matt Chief and I have no clue who this guy is. If anybody wants a good laugh, just look up Uzi Vert Diamond. This guy bought a $25 million diamond and had it implanted in his forehead. Just type in Uzi Vert and Vision. He looks like million? He looks like the rap version of Vision, which is freaking hilarious. <laughs> But it's just amazing what some people do with their money, and this guy's going to cry when he's broken a couple of years. But, but then he can resell the diamond. I guess. And then what do you do with the hole in that? I don't know. All right, we are out of time. We are up and over the clock. Can I throw it real quick? 30 seconds. Ne- next week. Yes, yeah. thank you. Does uh, Tom Brady retire if he wins the Super Bowl? No, he wants nope. to play to 45. Can we talk about that next week, please? Can you talk about who our guest is going to be next week? Our guest next week is a gentleman out of New Orleans, Louisiana. He is a professional wrestler with his son, Hawk Airy, and he also has a wrestling company down in New Orleans called Wildcat Entertainment. And that is Luke, Luke Hawk. There you go. Luke Hawk will be landing here. See what I did there, Hawk Bird. Landing here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Final thoughts real quick. Everybody be safe. Have a good week. Go Bucks. Wash your hands. Wash your clothes. Stay healthy and please come back see us next week. Be kind to everybody. Why is that? We're all we have. See you next week right here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. Be safe, be happy, but until next time. Oh, and for Vince's puppet thing here, that's some good shit. See ya. (laughs) 